I've been thinking about my favorite Torah portion. You know, the one you say I'm obsessed with? You are quite obsessed with it. We were talking about a certain idol made out of a precious metal. We are! It's the golden calf! Yes! And I'm Seth, and welcome to the Golden Podcast. One story, two friends, infinite understandings. Welcome back to the Golden Podcast. So what uh, aspect of this awesome story are we going to talk about today, Emmy? So I have a question. What would happen if they didn't destroy the Golden Calf? If they just, like, left it up. So you mean when Moses comes down Mm -hmm. and he flips out, smashes Mm -hmm. the tablets, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't do that whole thing of melting it down and making the Israelites drink it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if that didn't happen? Which part? Just the melting? Well, it'd be great if the other violence didn't happen and he didn't have to kill a bunch of people. Well, the smashing we can understand, right? The smashing I get. That's pretty good. You know, we've all been known to throw stuff down. Yes, Exactly. And apparently he gets some new ones, so they're replaceable. We don't know that yet, but we'll be. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2020 hindsight. <laughs> spoiler alert. There's a new set of tablets. But right, okay, he smashes it down and he confronts the idol. Right. I'm thinking that Moses infuses the idol with importance when he decides that he needs to melt it down. So instead of just saying hey, yeah, you built this thing, but it doesn't matter. By putting so much attention and force in needing to destroy it, yeah, he, in essence, says, this is a thing that's dangerous. Mm. That's really interesting because when he's challenged after building it, Aaron, he totally downplays it. He makes it as if it's nothing because he has that crazy story where it's like, they gave me the gold, I threw it in the fire, and out popped the thing as if, Nobody had actually made it or crafted it or put intentionality in it. So by saying that, when you initially read it, you think like, what kind of ridiculous excuse is that? Like, of course. But on the other hand, sort of what you're saying is that he could be consciously devaluing it and setting aside the importance of it just in that, in that statement. That's really interesting. And in, the way, and in a way, like, lets him off the hook a little bit, as if Aaron is like, okay, I'm doing this thing to sort of appease the people who are in a space where they're feeling anxious and they need some form of comfort. I know that it's not actually a deity or whatever. I know that it doesn't have the power that they think it does. It's a placebo. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. We don't know that. I mean, all of this is just conjecture, though. Right. What do you but, mean we don't know that? What oh, do we, we don't know? know what Aaron's real intention was. I mean, was he... All right, I'm going to go on it. But may, he was either swayed, mm-hmm. maybe he bought into it, mm-hmm. or like you said, he's just like, I'm just going to appease the people. Um, one guy, all these people are flipping out. I'm also scared. I don't know where Moses is. So I'm just going to build this thing and let him go to town with it. And maybe they'll be distracted enough to, uh, to tie it over until Moses comes back. Or the fourth thing... What harm could it do? What could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. He'd be like, we know. Yeah, of course we know about God and we know about all this stuff. So like, 
What's a little idle? It's not going to really change anything. Well, yeah, exactly. But we're getting, but your original point was about what if Moses, after coming down, and I think all this plays into it, what if when Moses came down, he just left it? Mm-hmm. Or ignored it, you know? If he just let it be, I think that would change everything. So he comes down. So in your scenario, mm-hmm. he comes down, smashes the tablets, and then they just go on. And he doesn't do anything with the calf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how the people would react to it. Like if given the option, what would they do? Would they still worship it? Would so they... Are you imagining that they bring it along with them when they finally take up? I mean, they don't journey, according to the text of the Torah. They mm-hmm. don't journey for another year or so. Mm-hmm. So it would still be hanging around their camp. It could be. Or I'm saying maybe the people would take it upon themselves to be like, hey, actually, you're right. This isn't serving the purpose I thought it was. I'm going to get rid of it. Or when we do leave, I'm going to leave it here. I don't need to take it with me. Or but they keep it with them as a reminder. There are a lot of options here. But none of those things happened. No. But I think there's an important, I don't know, it's a thought experiment about what sort of lesson might be in there if Moses just let it be. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about ways to demonstrate self-control. Instead of removing something completely from my life, keeping it around so each day when I see it, I can acknowledge it and say, nope, that's not a choice that I'm making today. Right. Yeah. It's using the the things from your past that maybe weren't so great or they remind you of something and you keep them as that reminder. Totally. And I think we do that a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think it's almost like Moses destroying the calf is almost counterintuitive and maybe not the most helpful thing because it's coming from him. But maybe the Israelites need to continue to see the calf as a reminder of what happened in this place and all the feels that come with that. And I think we do that, too, in our own lives. Totally. I'm thinking about, like, a belief that I have is that people need to hit their own rock bottom, that we can't do the healing for anybody else. The Mm -hmm. only healing that we can do is for ourselves. So Moses being in this place of saying, no, you're doing this wrong, and removing that option for them to make a different decision about the calf, like removing the option because he melts it down and then, you know, kills a bunch of people. He doesn't allow them to hit their rock bottom. He doesn't Mm -hmm. allow them to take the agency and control over their own life and do their own healing. I think that's a great disservice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good, because obviously he wasn't, all he was thinking about was himself Mm -hmm. and that it was maybe helpful for him to like, I need to exert my control or my play out my anger, and anger is another big topic of this story, uh, by doing this, but not really thinking about the Israelites is what you're saying. Yeah, I think that's good. Because I think we all carry, I mean, we all keep mementos from the past, even ones that weren't so great. What is that, like a memento mori or something? Is it? The thing that, keeping something in your life that reminds you of death, or that you will die, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't... Is that what it's called? I don't know. I think so. I mean, I have that. What is it? I have a... 
I have one of those cups that I got when I was hospitalized once mm. that they gave me at the hospital to drink water out of. And so I kept it and it's in my office. I've never noticed that before. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I keep it there. I use it too. This is shocking that I've never noticed this because like when I worked at the temple, I would constantly go into your office. But you're too busy spinning the blessing wheel I have or pulling books off my shelf. True. 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 But no, I do. I, I think I keep it as a member. And it's one of those things. I think I don't remember if I consciously had this discussion with myself or went through the process. It's like, well, I have this thing. I'm discharged from the hospital. I healed. I made it through. And it was kind of a scary situation. And yet I thought, I am going to keep this because it reminds me of that moment. It reminds me of fragility, of vulnerability, of you know, there's a bit of humility. And that I think that having that object is very meaningful. And I could just as easily have discarded it saying, like, I don't want to remember this anymore. But there's a value in that remembering. Mm-hmm that we don't even know what that would be later on. And yeah, I think the way you said it is great. Moses does the Israelites a disservice by destroying the calf. And to imagine what it might have been to keep the calf is really, really interesting. There is a tradition that they keep the broken tablets, but what if they kept the the golden calf? That's a really fascinating question. I don't know what to say to that except for I'm glad that you think so. (laughs) Well, maybe we can leave it at that and just reflect on that. And think about how these objects, and, and they're not just things, and maybe times that we've totally screwed up and that we want to keep reminders of that. Yeah. What things are we holding on to in our life that remind us of our agency, of past decisions that maybe we're proud of or not so proud of? And how can we hold on to things that help us learn and grow instead of keeping us in points of shame, mm-hmm. I would argue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Join us next time. The next episode of The Golden Podcast. Boom. Thank you for listening to The Golden Podcast. Our theme music is Degrowth Part 1 by Tsara. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. For more information, like us on Facebook or visit us at www.rabbi360.com. Until next time.